What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Harley's Hot Seat. My name's Harley. I'm your host for this episode and every episode before and after this one. And this is the podcast where I get to talk to incredible people about their amazing passions. And today we have Alexia Zillikin. How are you doing, Alexia? I am wonderful, Harley, and it is a pleasure to be here in the hot seat. Yay. Well, thank you. I've never had somebody say that like that. Oh, I like that. Be <laughs> like, okay, when I introduce you, you have to say you like being in the hot seat. That's a rule now. <laughs> it is paid in gold. You started a trend now. You started it. It, it can't be stopped. Oh, God. <laughs> I met Alexia through at UNLV through the journalism program. And we had we had freelancing together. Right? Yeah, we had freelance together and I think women in media too. Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably true. <laughs> we definitely we definitely had a handful of classes together. Okay. Well, great. Well, today we're going to be talking about your passion for old vintage fashion. That's that's a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like how often do you hear that? <laughs> it's true. Well, my first question for you is pretty simple. How did you get into it? All right. Well, I got into vintage fashion probably when I was like 13 or 14. And it really just started from this TV show called Shireen's Vintage. And just getting to see all these clothes and this warehouse full of stuff. I was just so into it. And plus, vintage has always merged two of my favorite things together, fashion and history. So I was just hooked. Oh, I love that. I like when people can get like combinations of things, you know, like, <laughs> like, yeah. like the people who like doing like fancy food decor, you know, like food and, and oh. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you know something's vintage? Does it have to be around for a certain amount of time or is it sort of like after it's made boom, it becomes vintage? Uh, that depends. Usually, I think the benchmark is it has to be at least roughly 20 years old. But truthfully, I mean, as long as I, for me, I'm like, as long as this clothing's older than I am, I mean, that's that's pretty much vintage. That's fair. That's very yeah. fair. Currently, well, I guess um, for one of for one of my jobs that I have, we did employee appreciation week. So like mm -hmm. Monday was 80s day. Um, Tuesday was 90s day and Wednesday is like the 2000s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so that's been, that was entertaining. I dressed up, yeah, that was entertaining for me. <laughs> 2000s though, that's really not very different from the fashion that I currently wear. Like, I feel like my fashion doesn't go with the trends. I just sort of wear whatever. Right. And I think that's also, that's also kind of like the important part too. It's like, it's kind of timeless, really. Because even when I look back at that stuff, it's like, oh, yeah, I remember that. I still kind of wear that now. It all starts to cycle back. Love that. What is in your favorite decade that you've either get gone to study or have gotten to wear when it comes to fashion? Oh, I was waiting for that question. <laughs> Two favorites that I have continuously gone back to are the 1920s and the 1960s. Like, I just, I think both of those periods, there were just times of a immense change for um not just fashion in that industry but just for people in general like when you think of the 20s you think of girls chopping off their hair and hiking up the skirts and women's lip which was really what that was all about and demonstrated through the clothing and then 
you flash forward to the 60s where it was still that same thing. It's like the skirts were getting shorter, burning the bra, liberation again. And then just this huge radical time of civil rights and everybody kind of embracing counterculture and youth culture. That's true. That's that's very true. Yeah, those are those are some pretty impressive decades, you know, like all around. With the 60s and the bra burning, I remember studying that and I was like, you know what, that's <laughs> that's pretty cool. I wish we could do that now because this sucks. Right? <laughs> exactly. It's like, ladies, grab your bras and the tiki torches. Let's do this thing. <laughs> Let's do it. There was, this, there was this funny TikTok that I saw the other day and basically it was like, like I'm already doing a lot for mankind because, you know, we have, we've had like the mask mandate and everything. So it's like, it was like, yeah. Instead of wear your mask instead of your bra, so it was like, um, wear your, um, free the titty, protect the city, <laughs> free the girls, protect the rest, or it was something. It was something like that, and I was like, that is, you're onto something right there. I love that, and I want that on a shirt. <laughs> so when it comes to um creating your sort of collection of all these vintage items. Do you prefer to go to like thrift stores or do you get it online? What are some of your favorite places to go to? Ooh, uh, as much as I do like online shopping for convenience, I am a sucker for going to uh, thrift stores. But especially like when I'm in Vegas, I love to go right into um, the arts district, which is like old Vegas. Really, I think that you don't have to spend a whole lot of money to find some really good stuff. I absolutely do have pieces where it's like, okay, I've, I've shelled out a significant amount of coin for this, but uh, there are others where it's like, I spent like $5 and I got a boatload of things. So it's really just kind of really how it fits you and then just what you tend to gravitate towards. And you can really find anything anywhere when you look. Do you think you pick the clothes or the clothes pick you? Oh, um... I think sometimes it's more like the clothes pick me, you know? I can just be walking through, kind of not really seeing anything, and all of a sudden my eyes just get big like saucers and I'm just drawn to this thing like, I must have you. Love that. <laughs> I have yet, I don't think I've ever actually been to a thrift store, and I keep telling myself I'm going to go, I'm going to go, and then I never do. But I really want. No, wait, I have been. There's a thrift store, <laughs> there's a thrift store, a thrift store in Salt Lake City. And it has, like, Ooh. each section of the store is from a different decade. Oh, my God. I love it. It was so cool. It was so oh, cool. That is they, awesome. had, they had clothing items ranging in um, price, like you said. Like, I could have got, like, a T-shirt for 5 bucks, or, like, the super fancy dress for, like, 300 depending on, like, what it was and stuff. Yeah. Right? They, they really do offer that kind of good variety. But I think that's so awesome. And plus, I love, like, going to different cities because... Even like traveling, um, I just moved to Connecticut. So it's like looking on the East Coast, the fashion can seem pretty different depending on where you are. And you find a surplus of certain things, you know, that seem very uh, kind of like tailored to where, you are, where you're at. That's interesting. So then what? what's the trend in Connecticut with when it comes to vintage items or just clothing items in general? Uh, well, I'd say for right now, I, I would say that one of the trends is definitely like the fisherman sweater, that chunky knit, almost Norwegian-y sweater. <laughs> nice. That sounds actually really comfortable. Yeah. It, and especially right now, because it's like 16 degrees, <laughs> it's very warm too. So 
it feels awesome. That's good. That's good. Is there any trends from um, any of the previous years that you wish would come back? Oh, I think there are tons that ought to come back. Um, What are your top three? Oh, top three. All righty. Let's see. I'd say number one. I mean, just those like. If you ever look up a picture of Marlena Dietrich and her tuxedo in the 1930s, I'd say that has so got to come back. Women in tuxes, like, I, I just, I love that so much. <laughs> and then I'd say number two, high-waisted bell-bottom, like, flare pants, like, disco pants. Those definitely have to come back. The last one, say, ooh, maybe, what was it? Uh, Probably just like sunglasses from the 60s through the 80s. Like those all need to come back. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. What trends um, between, let's go, the trends that have occurred between like the 2000s to now, so the 2000s, 2010s, do you think just yeah. should have existed? Like this is a no good trend. Oh. Oh, that should have never existed? I'd say it's a tie between crotch eater shorts and um, Crocs. You don't like Crocs? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> I'm just trying, but it's like, for some reason, Crocs. I always think of nurses when I, when I see Crocs. They're like gardening. That's fair. I'm with you with the crotch eating shorts, so those things just gotta go. We don't have time for that. Yeah, it's like, honey, that's practically underwear. You're leaving nothing to the imagination. Like, come on. It's true. <laughs> And the chub rub is real. That's just not right. Honestly. Honestly. <laughs> so when it when it's come to the all of the items you have collected, do you have a favorite piece of clothing? I do have a favorite. And um, I think they're still in one of my boxes here. But um, my favorite piece of vintage clothing that I've collected so far, it's this pair of, uh, I think it was... It was Sears. They are like a Lane Bryant. And back in the 70s, they had this tall lady uh, collection. And they're these light pink and white kind of checkered, very small checker pattern uh, disco pants. And they are so long on, on me, mind you, I'm six feet tall, that they cover my feet and hit the floor. And they sit at like my rib cage. <laughs> Jeez, those are some, that's some lot, that's, that's a lot of fabric right there. Yeah, and like, I had remember seeing, I remembered seeing them for the first time at a, a girlfriend's vintage shop back, back home, and I was looking at them, and I tried them on the first time, and they didn't fit, but I was like, okay, you know what, I'll, I'll come back for you one day, and like a year <laughs> later, I come back into the shop, they are still there, and I come back in, and I'm like, oh, please fit, and they fit like a glove. And I was just like, done, you're coming with me. <laughs> it was a sign. It was a sign. Oh, yeah, I was meant to have that pair of pink disco pants. <laughs> Love that. Is there any um, particular item that you are, like, looking for that's, like, missing from your collection? Or you're just sort of, I need those. I need those right now. I'm going to find them, but I need them. <laughs> that's That's tough. I'd say... I don't necessarily have anything missing, but one item that I would like kill to own 
I think would probably be a uh, like a really bright sort of coat from the 60s. That would be really cool. Like just something that screams like mod rocker fashion from back then. I love coats and jackets, so that would be awesome. Yeah, they're pretty nice. I have I got a new coat. It's not from like it's from now, Ooh. but it's what I really want and I don't know if it's a piece of clothing, but it is, but it yeah. is. It's like the rope that's silky with feathers that looks like I killed my rich husband. That's the rope that I want. Yes! Oh my god, I love those robes. I love them so much. And I'm like, I want one. I don't have a husband at all. I love it. And you would look you would look divine. Like seriously. You would just look like, yeah, I'm so rich, I don't need the husband. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and I put like disclaimer. Unless you're one of my current celebrity crushes, you can apply. Oh, oh girl, see, I knew, I knew, I liked you. I am on that same page with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so with my current job, we have vision boards. Like they provide us with a, a bridge, a vision board that we're able to like put things on. And in yeah. the, my vision board, it says like, but it'll say something like current celebrity crush or current manifest manifestation or something. And then it's going to have a yeah. pick whoever I'm crushing on. And I'm like, all right, bring it in. Bring it in. Oh, my God. Yep. It's like, come on, universe, work with me. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. And my one of my coworkers, um, she's into crystals. And I've done a podcast Ooh. with her all. Um, yeah. But she says rose quartz is what brings love. So I'm going to get my rose quartz crystal and my um, vision board and then this rope and then boom, I'm unstoppable. Oh, my God. I, I think I'm going to follow your lead. I'm going to try that. <laughs> Do it. It works. It works. It works in mysterious ways. Yeah, I've learned a lot about like the crystals. And then I, I was able to interview one of my friends about like manifestation and everything. And after I talked mm. About it, I started doing it and like so many things are happening. So we're gonna put the robe and the celebrity crush and the crystal and hopefully the universe just says, here you go, you deserve it. Boom. Done. <laughs> All right. Coming near the end of our podcast episode. Thank you again so much for being on this. I love this. This Loved is my oh me too. This is so much fun and I'm so happy to support a fellow journalistic queen. <laughs> Yes, we love the support. We love it. Um, <laughs> what advice would you give to somebody who's interesting in starting a vintage fashion collection? Like, what pieces should they start with? Where should they look? What should they do? Ooh, okay. My advice for starting a collection is kind of try not to be too fixated on, like, say, the sizing thing, because that's that's kind of where I started. I just was looking not for a decade in particular, but what fit my body really well and what kind of worked for me because I used to really like 1950s dresses, but I found that they kind of didn't really fit with my figure too much. But then I went and was open to trying, you know, different things from the 60s or um, more modern recreation wear of certain things. And that's how you find really good pieces that also make you feel good. So I think that's the best piece of advice I can give. And also make the tailor your best friend. Like if something's too short, see if they can maybe uh, fix the hemline or if something's ripped or needs to have a little nip and tuck, you'll, you'll be set. Wonderful. Do you have a go-to tailor or do you sort of just go to whoever's in your area? Because I know you moved. Yeah, so I, I am looking for one right now because uh, I, I definitely try to look for people who where I am that can help me out with that because I can't sew to save my life. I can barely fix a button or a hole. 
that's fair. It's fine. It wasn't meant for all of us. You know that like <laughs> me either. As I'm staring, there's like a mini sewing kit right in front of me. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't, I've never opened you. I don't know what you are. <laughs> yeah. It's like you are purely decorative. That's what you are. <laughs> I think I'm using it as a paperweight, to be honest. I mean, there's need in here. There's um like multi there's like like five different colors of thread some tiny sin- scissors a thimble uh-huh. a whole measuring tape and I don't think I've ever opened it in my life oh wow <laughs> but apparently it's a must need though everybody tells me you have to have this you have to put it in your purse and I'm like what if it's useless like I don't know what else yeah to it's do. like this this has been collecting dust the past two years it, it, honestly it probably has I think I've had it for that long too to be honest <laughs> oh that's hilarious the more you know the more you know right yeah yeah the more you know i don't even want to do a button my sister does all my sewing and stuff if i ever need her help she'll do it for me <laughs> see that's just it get yourself a sister <laughs> that's it that's all you need in life that's all you need in life yep <laughs> all right alexia that will bring us to the end of an episode of Harley's Hot Seat. So thank you again so much for sharing your passion for vintage fashion. Oh, love My that. pleasure, Harley. Thank you for having thank me. Of course. And Alexia, do you want to tell oh, where everybody can find you on social media? So if they have any questions or just want to follow your page where they can find you at? <laughs> Absolutely. You can find me on Instagram and I'm under the handle at beetlebabe. 1996 and that's b-e-a-t-l-e after one of my favorite bands of all time the one and only the beatles the beatles oh my god okay i have i have one final question before you totally wrap this up and everything if you could be yes yes because i also know you're super into like music and everything if you could be a groupie for any band didn't mean the decade what groupie would you be a band for oh lord Uh, I think this was probably way too obvious, but I, I love my guys, the Beatles. I would have so been a groupie for them. Either them or Led Zeppelin. Oh, that's fair. That's, (laughs) I feel like the Beatles would be, because the Beatles would be so interesting because it was like one of the first British bands to make it big in America. So you have that whole thing, but then Led Zeppelin, you know? Oh yeah. I mean, Robert Plant, the golden God himself. That'd be rough. Just do both. Just time travel and do both. Fine by me. (laughs) Well, thank you again, Alexia, for being on my podcast. I really do appreciate it. I had a great time. And I'm looking forward to starting vintage collections, starting with that robe. Yes, I'm so excited. And thank you so much, Harley. It was a pleasure being in your hot seat. (laughs) It's iconic now. Everybody has to say it. (laughs) (laughs) I have started the trend. It's official. And a thank you to everybody who's been listening, whether this is your first episode or if you've been here with me since day one, I really do appreciate it. And if you have a passion or know somebody who has a passion that they want to talk about, feel free to DM me on social media at harj98. And also check out Harley Hot Seat, Harley's Hot Seat on Instagram, which is just Harley's Hot Seat. And with that, I hope you have a fantabulous rest of your day.